This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And heck, while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual face-to-face meetings. Today's show may get a little dark. I hope it's not too dark. Uh, it's not a bad thing, though, to be specific. Oh, we're gonna okay, dis- Stephen King. Yeah. What are we going to talk about there, buddy? I do spend a lot of time in Maine, but uh, we're going to discuss legacy planning. And when it, when it comes to preparing your loved ones, your finances, and your overall wishes for your eventual passing, there are several things you should do. But before we take a deep dive into the do's and don'ts of legacy planning, let me introduce the guy who just, you know, called me Stephen King, and that's Tony Shore. <laughs> Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing well. I- I'm doing well. I just, uh, I, thought, I thought it was funny. Today's show is going to get a little dark, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that scares me. But no, legacy planning, that's important. I mean, that's huge. And that really is, a, in a way, a positive because we want to make sure we have a plan in place so our loved ones aren't left in a bad situation. So I'm, I'm eager to ask you about this. I know this is something that you've gone through with a lot of your uh, clients and, uh, you know, I'm dealing with the, this with loved ones and uh, my own family. So this is going to be a good discussion. Other than that, yeah, I'm doing well. I've had a great week, busy, but getting some things done. How about you? Same thing. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, but, you know, that's the busier I am, the more I seem to get done. I guess that makes sense. But I think, you know, regardless, the busier I am in one aspect of my life, the more I seem to get done in all. Like the the less I have to do, the less I seem to do. I guess it's those <laughs> laws of physics. Well, yeah, that's that's reality. I think that's <laughs> that's good. Well, and you know, I'm on board with discussing legacy planning today. I'm sure a lot of people have stories or have heard stories about loved ones or friends who were left in financial trouble or scrambling to piece together someone's wishes because the lack of a legacy plan or a will or an estate plan, right? Well, I think that's a rather astute observation, Tony. So there's your first gold star for the day. And yeah, a a lack of a legacy plan can, it can cause chaos. It can cause stress for people who survive us. And it's really vital to have these things in place. A recent article from Investopedia entitled Estate Planning, 16 Things to Do Before You Die. It paints a clear picture of what you should do to make your passing as easy as possible on the people you care about. Now, their first suggestion, itemize your possessions. So it's simple. You grab a piece of paper, freshly sharpened pencil, or you know, even one of these newfangled uh, ballpoint pen contraptions. Uh, <laughs> you can and and conduct you know a thorough inside-outside tour of your home. 
create a comprehensive inventory of all your valuable possessions. Now, you might have wanted to do that for something like your insurance already, but if you haven't, great way to get started. Now, it's, you know, you want to include things like, well, your home itself, TVs, electronics, jewelry, collectibles, vehicles, art, antiques, laptops, devices like that, lawn equipment, power tools. Doing that physical inventory can help ensure you don't miss or even forget some things. Well, yeah, actually, that sounds good and strikes me as a great way to get the process started. For a lot of people, Matt, it's probably going to be a pretty long list, but I guess you're going to be left with an important document when you're all done, right? Yeah, and, and, you know, long list or not, it's something that's really handy to get done. Now, the next step after that, create a detailed list of your non-physical assets. Things. My giant uh, brain? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's physical. No, for you, that's (laughs) non-physical. (laughs) you know, things on paper or other entitlements that are predicted on your death. So, you know, brokerage accounts, 401ks, IRAs, bank accounts, life insurance policies, other policies, even such long-term care, homeowners, auto disability, health insurance, all those things. Sure. And and see, that actually makes sense. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. (laughs) And along those same lines, make sure you include account numbers, a rundown of the location of any physical documents that are in your possession. It may be also a wise move to include the contact information for the firms holding those non-physical possessions as well. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to reducing stress on your loved ones, making it easy for them to find and understand all of your assets is a great idea. Yeah, well, absolutely. Along the same lines, it's important to assemble a list of your debts. Your list should include credit cards, auto loans, mortgages, home equity, lines of credit, any other debt you may have. That's that's another good thing to have on that non-physical inventory. Yeah, my my tab, my running tab at the pizza buffet. Yeah, they're going to have to send that one to NASA. Put that one one on the list. So, (laughs) You know, making sure that your survivors then have a sense of your debt is probably going to head off those surprise phone calls from debt collectors, uh, which is good. You don't want those. Uh, what do you have next for us? Uh, how, uh, creating a membership list, as silly as that may sound, it's another important step a lot of people overlook. So there's a lot of older Americans that are members of things like AARP, maybe the Legion, uh, veterans associations, professional groups, college alumni groups. In some cases, those organizations may even have life insurance benefits that your survivors may be able to collect. So it's another great reason to have that list. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And that's honestly not something I'd thought of before. So that that's a good one. Yeah, it's one that skips a lot of people's you know radar. And in addition to memberships, even draft a list of the charitable organizations you support. You know, take some time to let your loved ones know which causes are particularly close to your heart. That way they can potentially make a donation in your honor after you pass. Right. And that's another good idea. Uh, What's the next step when it comes to legacy planning? Okay. So after you put all these lists together, sign and date them, make at least three copies of each of them. The original give to your legacy administrator. The second should be given to your spouse or another loved one. And, and you should keep the third one in a safe place for yourself. Well, and I know that you help people with this and you can help our listeners out and work alongside an estate planning attorney or uh, get them at least started on this uh, process. How can our listeners get a hold of you if they have any questions about what we're talking about today? Well, super simple. Give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can t- contact us online at compass-ltd.com. 
All right. And, and today on the Financial Compass uh, with our host here, Matt Brunner, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, we're talking about key legacy planning things that you can do right now to make your passing uh, less stressful on the people you care about the most, your spouse or your family. And this has been a real eye-opener. What do you have for us next, Matt? Well, the next thing I want to point out, and it's back to that Investopedia article, it stresses the importance of reviewing your retirement accounts. Accounts and policies that have designated beneficiaries will pass directly to the people you've chosen upon your passing. And it's important to remember that it doesn't matter how you direct these accounts to be distributed in your will and trust, the designations identified in your retirement account, that's going to take precedence. So get in touch with your employer's HR team or their plan administrator for a current rundown on your beneficiary choices on each of your accounts. Carefully review this info, ensure your chosen beneficiaries are current, still match your wishes. It's particularly important if you've gotten a divorce or if you've remarried. And if this is something you've never done before, I would highly recommend taking this step on any of those accounts is checking your beneficiary designations. Yeah, and that's come up on the show before. I mean, updating your beneficiaries uh, on your accounts is something I think that people overlook as we navigate through our busy lives. But the idea of making sure your assets end up exactly where you want them to is so important. So what's the next piece of advice you have for us? Next one uh, in the article, again, urges people update your insurance. You know, a lot like your retirement accounts, life insurance, annuities will pass to your beneficiaries. So it's really important to get in touch with any and all life insurance companies that you have policies with. So you can make sure your beneficiaries are up to date, properly identified. And heck, if you have any and all life insurance, you know, if the, there's that all life insurance companies policies, it may be a good time to review your insurance, make sure everything's still working the way you need it to for your particular situation. Yeah. Yeah. that That's huge, obviously. And uh, one thing that struck me during our conversation is that there are so many nuances, you know, with all of this and that come with legacy planning. Taking the time to make sure you're dotting all your I's and crossing your T's, it would be absolutely essential, I assume. You couldn't be more right. Let's face it, there's more nuance in everything than most people see in our overwhelmingly black and white world right that's now. That's true, yeah, that's okay? true. So understanding, yeah, that nearly everything has more nuance than we give it the passing thought of is extremely important. You know, uh, having an advisor is more just more than just about what their fees say they are in a commercial or following a lot. You know, it's way more than the tagline you hear in the commercial. Having a plan that works for you specifically, understanding the nuances of your life and your situation is super important. Now, another thing that's important to consider, assign transfer on death designations as well. Assets are given in a will. Uh, if they're given in a will, they often go through probate. It's a maze-like process. Probate is different in different towns, in different counties, different states. All It can change. And, you know, the assets that are distributed by the court can be very costly, very time consuming. But bear in mind that there's a lot of accounts like bank savings accounts, CDs, individual broker accounts. They're needlessly probated every day. If you have one of those accounts, they can be set up or amended to have transfer on death designation. That lets your beneficiaries receive assets without going through the probate process. So touch base with their custodian or bank and set up the transfer on death designation for your accounts. Yeah, well... Avoiding probate's probably always a good move. And I mean, just the word sounds painful to me. 
So <laughs> probate, it doesn't yeah. sound good. It doesn't. It sounds like something that would happen on an alien abduction. <laughs> exactly. So what do you have next for us? Uh, next step, take select an experience and proven legacy administrator. I realize I've touched on this before and maybe this is a good time to, to find this. This is the person who will be in charge of handling your will when you die. It's certainly important that you select the person who's responsible and in a good mental state to make the decisions you expect. And don't automatically. So I'm off ass- your list. It's what you're oh, saying. Yeah. yeah, you weren't even on the short <laughs> list of who to not consider. <laughs> no, no, Tony. I just wouldn't want to burden you with it. You're right. Okay. Yeah. No, don't. And listen, don't automatically assume that your spouse is the best choice. Uh, The overwhelming emotions that will come with your death, they can have a big impact on spouse's decision-making ability at the time, at least temporarily, you know? So if you think handling your will may overwhelm your spouse, you'll want to find another administrator, but it's probably also something you want to talk to them about. So they're not left with that big surprise. Right. Uh, and that that is uh, that's a, an important thing to find an administrator of your will that will uh, be able to really be a, an unbiased uh, judge and handle it uh, in a good way. I think that's really important. And based on that point, I'm guessing creating a will is vital. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, you guessed correctly, Tony. I'm glad you didn't assume because then it could have been wrong. But guessing was the right move there. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's drafting a will is actually my next point. And I know it seems kind of remarkable. Maybe we've even gotten this far with actually uh, actually talking about drafting a will. Uh, but it just goes to show how many moving parts there is when it comes to legacy planning. And here's the bottom line. Everyone over the age of 18 should have a will. It's the rule book for distributing your assets, and it can prevent considerable chaos for your heirs. Another important thing to remember is that a will can designate a guardian for your children, even your pets. You can also use your will to designate charitable donations. And listen, they're fairly cheap part of the legacy planning process. Most attorneys can help you create a will for less than $1,000. Simple wills, sometimes you can get them done online even, uh, or even other software depending on the complexity of your situation. And then finally, make sure you sign and date your will in front of two non-related witnesses who should also sign the document and then have it notarized. You button it up that way. You don't want to have, you know, you want the most recent ones in those copies of things we were talking about earlier. Uh, You want to make sure other people know how to access it as well. Well, Matt, this is good stuff. Obviously, a, a will is a huge piece of all of this and our legacy plan. Now, for our listeners out there who need help with this or might have questions about this or other financial matters, how can they get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation? I'm glad you remember those things, Tony. Uh, 800 9252. That's how you call us or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. That sounds good. And you know, you've been highlighting a lot of critical legacy planning steps and I'll be honest, I knew legacy planning was involved and important, but I had no idea how many steps we all need to take to make sure we're not leaving our loved ones with a mess when we pass away. Yeah. It's, I really like this conversation so far. Uh, the next step I want to get to Uh, The same article, 16 things to do before you die, recommends is 
regularly reviewing your documents. Now you should do this at least once every two years after any major life changes like marriage, divorce, birth of a child. We always recommend revisiting your comprehensive financial plan at least annually, um, but always after any major life events. Yeah. I mean, life is always changing. As we've seen in 2020, things can change rapidly. So we have to make sure our plans change accordingly. And I think building a robust legacy plan makes it more likely that our survivors will be able to uh, mourn without a significant amount of financial stress or emotional stress. So what's next? So button up that last thing we were talking about. Once you draft that will or update it and it's signed, witnessed, notarized, immediately give a copy to your legacy administrator. If you hand off the original to someone outside of your home, maybe your attorney, you should make sure you have a copy handy for your own reference though as well. Yeah. So what role can an attorney or financial professional like yourself play in legacy planning? Well, I think it's significant, either one of them especially, but while you think you may have handled everything you need for a legacy plan, it's never a bad idea to consult with an estate attorney or a financial services professional. If you're revisiting a legacy plan that's been on the shelf for a few years, getting a second set of eyes may be even more valuable. And additionally, as you get older, your needs may change. You know, For example, may be able to help you figure out if you need long-term care insurance or something that can fill that need or how to protect your legacy from large tax bills, lengthy court proceedings. An attorney or financial services professional might also have vital information on legislative changes, uh, income and legacy tax changes that may affect your bequest as well. Right. And so obviously taxes play a big role in all this. You mentioned taxes and 401ks, things like that. And we've talked in on previous episodes about working with a professional and how it might be the right choice, because at a minimum, uh, you're going to be able to give people uh, a strategy, uh, a second opinion on their current strategy if they have one. And you probably have perspectives that maybe they haven't considered before. So what do you have next for us? Well, the next piece of strategy is is almost simple, and that's simplify your finances. You know, if you're like a lot of people, you've changed jobs over the years. You could have several different 401k retirement plans that are still open with past employers. You may even have numerous IRA accounts. And if you're in that position, you really may want to consider consolidating these accounts into one individual IRA. When your accounts are consolidated, you have better financial choices, lower costs, a larger selection of income generating products. There's less paperwork, easier management, usually lower fees. There's a lot of benefits to doing that. Yeah. And I think based on that, people need to reach out to their financial professionals uh, like yourself. Uh, what's your number again, really quick for our listeners out there if they want to get a hold of you? 800-339-9252. Yeah. And, and yeah. would you say that's a good idea to obviously work with a financial professional? Uh, I know you're going to say yes, but especially with legacy planning, right? Yeah. My personal opinion is that it's a very good idea. Uh, I, and I, I really be hard pressed to find people who have gone through the process and worked with either an estate planning attorney or a financial professional and said, oh, I, I wish I hadn't. I wish I had just done it on my own. I, I, yeah, I, have, no. I haven't come across that yet. Nobody's saying so, that. No, I have seen a lot of messes have to get cleaned up with people who have gone it on their own, but I've never heard the opposite. Uh, it's not to say it doesn't work that way, but that's I haven't come across it yet. Now, another part of the legacy planning puzzle to consider, 
Two is completing all your other important documents. Remember, at a minimum, you should create a will, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, and a living will. And you should, your, the will should also assign guardianship for your children, pets if you have them. Uh, consider setting up both financial and medical powers of attorney so that the people you trust will be the one that's handling your affairs if something happens to you. Now, you can also draft a letter of instruction that clearly spells out step-by-step instructions for your personal wishes for big things like your funeral, smaller things like your social media accounts. If you're married, each spouse should create a, their own will with plans for the surviving spouse. And last Lastly, make sure that all the necessary people have copies of these documents. Yeah. I have a friend who has very specific requests for his funeral that he has a feeling his spouse doesn't want to carry out. So he's really made very detailed and it's a oh, silly no. thing. He wants he wants uh, he wants tuna melts and chocolate milk. It's his favorite thing to eat a tuna melt and chocolate milk. And he wants to make sure that those are served at his funeral. And so he put that in writing to make sure that that happened. (laughs) I know it's silly, but that's one thing, you know, he just didn't want to die without. Right. And you know, a lot of people, something I think about is what song do I want to have played at my funeral? Oh yeah. It's a big one for a lot of people. Or what band, you know, there might be like, a whole soundtrack like, honey, to mine. Honey, you have to you have to you have to book Ario Speedwagon, and they have to play in <laughs> Boston, and they have to play my funeral. It's gonna be an event. It's gonna be like a festival, outdoors. You know everything. Yeah, it, uh, I don't think that's a bad idea, Tony. <laughs> I'm kidding, and it probably wouldn't be those two bands, uh, but uh, I'll think about it. Uh, you know, and this has been a good conversation to have. Obviously, these are things we do need to think about, right? Yeah. Listen, you know, I think in having any of these things at least addressed is going to put you steps ahead of so many people. Yeah. And if, if, even if you don't, it's not something you care so much about, look at the people that you care about and think, do I want them to have to go through the inevitable chaos and stress of what's going to happen if I don't put these things in place. So it, it makes it, you know, don't, it's tough because when we do these things, we're focused, we're, we're forced to focus on our own mortality. But if you do it knowing that you're making the lives of, you, of those you love easier by doing this, it makes the process a little less dark and a little easier to get through. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, I think we should wrap up the show. I think it's been a great discussion and a very insightful episode, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Matt? Only what you've said already. If people have any questions or they want to talk about any of this stuff, the first meeting, there's no cost. There's no obligation there. You know, you come in, you sit down, we talk about it. Uh, we go, the first one is complimentary. We go over all these things. It, and it's not to say that there's a big fee the next time you come in. I just want to let you know, there's no cost or obligation to come in and talk to us the first time. So, uh, we're not, you're not going to get a bill for that. Don't be afraid to take the first steps because you think it's going to hit you in the wallet. Uh, take those first steps. If nothing else, you can get a little bit more information on any one of the things we talked about today. Easiest way to do it is to either visit us online or call. You can go to compass-ltd.com or you can call 800-339-9252. Well, Matt, I think it's incredible that there's no uh, fear cost to sit down and talk to you and meet with you. I mean, just the just to have the chance to spend time with Matthew Brunner should cost <laughs> something. There should be a fee for that, let alone the financial advice you're going to get. 
I mean, well, just to be able to sit across the table from you is, I mean, <laughs> that that alone should bring a, bring a massive fee just to be able to spend time with Matthew Brunner. Oh, uh, it's good to it's good to end it on a joke, Tony. <laughs> no, that's no joke, Matt. All right, no joke, people. Uh, Matt's a great guy to hang out with, and that does it for today's episode of the Financial Compass with our host Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to the Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.